Daily Double. Dungeon Radio Show. Double Dungeon Radio Show. It's Double Dungeon. It's Monday, November 16th. I don't yeah. have my watch up. Is that right? Yeah, the 16th. Yeah, it's Trisha's birthday. I'm Rafi. That's Adi. Hi. Um, Adi. Yes. I have our phrase of the day. Actually, before I do the phrase of the day, playing the theme song just reminded me, uh, Izzy, uh-huh. my sister, for people who don't know who that is, uh, made an entire Spotify playlist that is all of our music. Oh, really? Or as much of it as is on Spotify, because not everything is on Spotify. But actually, I was kind of surprised, because some of the stuff is on Spotify that I would never expect to be on there. It's funny. Like uh, Prossima Centauri by the Italian weirdo 70s pop band. That I don't know why that's mm-hmm. on there. And then, um, but some stuff is not on there, like the Dan Deacon song. Oh. A few other ones are not on there. Yeah. Anyway, so if you like our theme music which i mean if we ever got big enough we would stop have to stop using because we would get absolutely sued. yeah uh, but if you enjoy our bumper music uh there is a spotify playlist i think you just have to search double dungeon i don't actually okay. know oh yeah, look look. For it. yeah yeah maybe i can nice. put it in the in the show notes if i remember can you make a note i don't I have could. a piece of paper oh it's right here thank you um so anyway uh phrase of the day okay back to the phrase of the day um <laughs> my favorite one of my favorite things that came out of the election is that um, votes in Philadelphia were being uh, litigated because uh, they said that there was voter in- or there was intimidation of the vote observers, and so there are a pair of vote observers. There's one that's a Democrat, one that's a Republican, and the Republican vote observer in one um, polling station said that she had been intimidated. Because someone in the polling station had told her, go back to the suburbs, Karen. <laughs> so that's our phrase of the day, go back uh, to the suburbs, Karen. Wow. Um, and so that was that came out in one of the cases that that was the voter intimidation they were talking I see. about. So the litigation continues, but we'll see. I'm going to, again, we're going light touch on the politics until after inauguration day. Because yeah. I think people are still very uptight about it. Um, Adi. Yes. We're all going to die. Uh, we were actually about to die last night, and I didn't even get a notification, did you? No. There was a I didn't. massive tornado engulfing all of southern manhattan <laughs> this is like a little little bit of an exaggeration but there was a tornado warning in manhattan yeah. which is bizarre not something that I, I mean it's happened a few times before but not yeah. usually it's up it's further up north mm-hmm. like north of yonkers or whatever um i know i didn't get a notification but, but some yeah, people was, did some people got notification maybe you have to pay a premium to not die <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i didn't get a notification but anyway they it was such a small tornado that they weren't even sure if it was a tornado, right? You read uh, they the have to they have to check on something. I don't I don't know what the terminology is. They haven't gone. They haven't. The scientists haven't looked yet. That's all I got. They, they did, the tornado's gone. How are they going to look at it? 
No, there's something with like the range of the debris, the damage oh. that they, I don't know. There was damage? I mean, it was windy, but I didn't think there was. You didn't see those pictures of the outdoor seating for bars? No. It's all sad, like oh, stuff okay. collapsed. There's one in LIC that I recognize. It's I just believe like it. over with. Yeah. So we'll follow it's up. Sad phase. Tornado in New York City. Ravaged. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Adi? <laughs> you're in it too. <laughs> what? You're walking around. Oh, yeah. Was, I, I didn't yeah, even when it was happening. <laughs> um, okay, yes. Uh, this is my favorite news story of the last week. A fight club was broken up here in New York City in the Bronx. <laughs> it was called Rumble in the Bronx. And this, this story is very confusing to me. So, okay. first of all, it was called Rumble in the Bronx. There were 200 people found to be inside of a warehouse. It's crazy. Drinking smoking weed and there was fighting going on because it was like a, a underground boxing kind of thing going on they were gambling um there's a ceo of this rumble in the bronx has a ceo okay and this is i guarantee this is one of those scenarios that i always make fun of people who have their own business and they're the only employee and they call themselves the ceo of whatever their small yeah. fake business is. everybody's a ceo if you want to, if you want i know to. i've seen that i hate that uh, anyway, so this the CEO of Rumble in the Bronx is his name is Michael Roman. He's facing eight charges, including like all kinds of related to illegal gambling and people fighting. And it's great though. I was the whole time I was thinking about it. All I was thinking about is the video game Def Jam Fight for New York, which is a bunch of rappers fighting in underground warehouse. Oh, in New York. I didn't know about that game. So, Actually, I think you probably have told me about it. But that game. Yeah. So number one, we lost our copy. I don't know where the copy is. If we if I find it, I'm going to be very excited because it is now like an $80 game. Oh, wow. It's crazy. It's it's more expensive than when it, when it came out. Uh, and I saw a copy over at Pop Fuzz in their expensive case. $108. Mm-hmm. That's how much they want for it. Oh, wow. So, yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, anyway, Def Jam, Fight for New York. I think I have Vendetta. I should play that tonight, actually. Um, yeah. yeah. So... In the last week, starting on Friday, they uh, actually on Wednesday, they announced that uh, bars and restaurants, well, bars aren't supposed to be open. I'm going to keep saying that over and over. Bars are not supposed to be open, but restaurants, all these new hot dog restaurants that suddenly <laughs> yeah. opened where there was a bar, uh, these new hot dog hot restaurants, dog capital. Uh, all restaurants have to close at 10 p.m. here in New York City. They announced this on last Wednesday. Um, what other restrictions have changed? That's pretty much it. Cuomo came out saying that it was all bars fault that COVID numbers are spiking, basically, basically in his press conference. Yeah. It was very I- idiotic. It's really obnoxious. Yeah. yeah. And it, if he's actually concerned about true. the fact that restaurants, hot dog restaurants are the source of coronavirus spread, maybe just close them all and do some kind of rent relief. Yeah. That sounds like a plan. We even went to a rent relief rally Uh people that was artists though wasn't it no it was it was supporting small business it included oh, okay. like small arts and cultural it, like, it centers but, like... but the one of the main speakers is from a local bar i see yeah um anyway the point is it's he i don't know why he's turning around and blaming bars and restaurants i don't know that it's actually them being open the extra two hours which actually was when we were making all the money was in those last two hours i keep, I keep reading people like uh, sharing that they've lost about a third of sales just from the oh i'm sure yeah being having last call after 9 30 before from, the midnight close yeah from 4 to 6 p.m i think 
we do like two sales usually yeah. and then 6 p.m to, to midnight was when we did all of our sales mm-hmm. literally all of our sales yeah so whatever it's dumb um oh as a result of this so i went from two days a week back down to one day a week so i'm only doing yeah fun only doing one day a week times. at work i hate this place <laughs> <laughs> Uh, when I was opening the bar last week, the restaurant, the hot dog restaurant. Oh, yeah, yeah, when you're opening a hot dog restaurant. <laughs> when I was opening the hot dog restaurant up for the day, um, there two guys were out front and they were like looking at the grates, like trying to figure out if we were open or not, which if the gate's down, we're not open. I'm sorry. I yeah. So I walk up. They were standing there for like 20 seconds, like trying to figure out where they could get in. They just want to talk to a manager. They did want to talk to a manager. I said, hey, guys, what's up? They said, oh, we want to talk to a manager. And I was like, oh, cool. What's what's like, I, I might be able to help you. What do you need? And they were like, uh, we are DJs. They were very foreign. <laughs> we are DJs and we are trying to, you know, uh, talk to the owners and we can put on very cool DJ party, like, you know, people dancing. And, and I was like, guys, that that is the opposite. <laughs> Of what is supposed to be happening right now. Yeah. And I told them, I was like, you're going to have a real tough time trying to find anybody that wants you in their place. And I described that when people are inside of our building, they have to be seated mm-hmm. and separate. Yeah. There's no... Would, why would you have a DJ for that? That's it's terrible. Not, it's, it's not yeah. a good time. So uh, they... they, they You know what? I bet they DJed that underground fight club. No way. <laughs> But they they didn't like accept your answer, right? They did not. They asked if there was anyone else they could speak to, yeah. and I was like, "There is no one else here." So, yeah, good luck, guys. Um, I'm making a prediction based on walking around. So the 10 p.m. took effect on Friday, last Friday. Today mm-hmm. is Monday. Uh, mm-hmm. I took a walk that night for about an hour. Walked around just to see what was going on, if people were following the rules, that kind of thing. Yeah. Like, walked around Williamsburg and Greenpoint. Uh, and based on what I saw while I was walking around, I predict that all bars and restaurants will be completely shuttered to in, in, indoor dining by December 1st. That's your prediction? At the latest, yeah. Why? So I walked by, there's a bar called The Crack, C-R-A-I-C, which I think Miguel says just means cool thing. I, I don't actually know what it means, but it's an Irish bar. Uh, they have outdoor seating. Scottish? Scottish? I think so. Yeah, whatever. Um... They have outdoor seating. Uh, they have maybe four tables. Uh, each table is supposed to seat, I think, six. And they're kind of like built-in benches around the table. So two people on either side and then two people on the end, right? Okay. So that's maybe supposed to seat six. First problem is the seating is too close and there's no dividers. So they're not following the rules on that one. Yeah. But when I walked by... Uh, again, they have maybe four tables. Each table is supposed to seat six. So that's what, 24? There were at least probably 40 people hanging out out front. Inside some of the tables, there were uh, between eight and a dozen people sitting at the same table, plus two or three people standing and drinking on the ends. So the entire block is just full of people hanging out, drinking. And this is, keep in mind, this is 9 p.m. So this is not midnight, the previous uh, closing time. Right. So that was place number one that I saw. Place number two that I saw, I walked by The Lot, which is a, a coffee shop, and you can also buy canned beer. Um, and if I had to guess, their safe capacity right now would be like maybe 15 to 20 people, maybe. 
and there were easily 50 people in there and they were having a rave party probably those djs were playing <laughs> uh they were they're back they found they were place. dancing people were dancing standing and drinking no masks on having a great time and then outside on the side there were more people dancing yeah. to the music with drinks uh out on the street because there's like a little triangle street over there that gets zero traffic um actually now that i think about it that what is that street for I don't remember what the origin is of that street. I yeah, heard that, it recently. That street doesn't make any sense. I mean, there's a little church on it, but yeah. Anyway, it doesn't make any sense. There were, again, so total there were probably seventy people involved in this dance party, at whatever time, ten before ten p.m. Yeah. So that doesn't matter. T- closing time doesn't matter. People are crazy. Um, the last <laughs> the last place, uh, is was was our local, um bar that we live right near will remain that unnamed. will remain unnamed because i don't want to rat on them uh so when i left the house i looked in and there were like 20 people inside which already is way too many for that small bar and it was very busy everybody's standing around drinking at tables uh those tall tables so they're not really standing i guess but whatever um and on the way back home it was like 10 15 and i looked in and all the neon lights were off and it was dark inside and i was like oh wow they actually that, they, they closed really yeah. quick. How did they close that fast? And then as I walked by, I realized they did not, in fact, close. They put cardboard with pla- black plastic bags <laughs> up in the windows. And I could hear at least a dozen, if not more, people inside having a good time. So, Place to be, this, I guess. This is reminding me again of what happened in the week before all the bars got completely shut down. Right, right. When people were just no common sense. Uh, as much as they want to put it on the bars, it's the, people have no common sense. My entire job for the past three weeks has been babysitting people because they're idiots, number one. And number two, people have no common sense even for their own safety. Um, just constantly having to harass people to put a mask on. You're in, you don't know any of these other people you're in near. Put a mask on. What's your problem? So, uh, anyway, I, I again, to sum this all up, I think all the restaurants, the hot yeah, dog this restaurants, is, this is your backup. Will be closed by December first. Yeah. So, Adi. Yes. Let's lightly tread on politics. So, first of all. I think I mentioned it before on the show, but I'm I'm giving serious thought. I do think that a Trump memories photo book is something I want to produce in mass <laughs> uh, for people to have really? in their homes. Yes, because there are enough times where he did something ridiculous that I just want to have it to remember exactly why this time period was so stressful. So it's going to have like a photo of him tossing the. The paper, the towel. paper towels. It's going to have a photo of him, at, which is my favorite terrible Trump moment, which is when he's mocking the disabled reporter. So that was so bad. It's so a, offensive. Um, so I'm, I'm really considering it. I'm going to start collecting photos. And so if you can think of any incidents that were worthy, please give us an email. Doubledungeon at hotmail.com. Um, I'm trying to compile a list. I, I think I want it to be like maybe 30 pages. Okay. With, with photos. It's ridiculous moments. Just the the most like obscene. Yeah. This this is what we no longer have to worry about once he's out of office kind yeah. of thing. So uh, we, I see. Like yeah. I'm, uh, it, it's almost like a 
it it is a, a photo memoir or not memoir but me- photo memory book but bad memories that's what i want it to be so if you have anything in particular that you thought was particularly bad let us know double dungeon at hotmail.com um speaking of trump photos i've noticed something weird and this is bordering on conspiracy theory his hair in the last press conference before yesterday so that must have been like friday his hair was white it wasn't like that golden dyed yellow it was white really and yeah and his skin also was noticeably less orange Uh oh so i'm not quite sure what to think about it you missed an appointment that's so there's two options i can think of number one is that he didn't dye his hair for a week just due to stress and whatever he couldn't schedule it in didn't dye his hair didn't tan for a week because he actually looks pretty good with it in the fo- in the photo I saw where his hair is like just basically white. Yeah. He looks like just a guy. He I looks believe normal. that, yeah. But when it's orange, like his hair is like that weird golden yellow. It's very strange. It's yeah. disturbing. And it also, him, him having mm-hmm. white hair actually makes it look like he has more hair. Because when it's like that golden yellow, whatever, mm-hmm. it kind of accentuates and shows off that his hair is doing weird stuff. Whereas when it's white, <laughs> it's just a white block. Yeah. So yeah. So number one theory is that he skipped his appointments that week because he was very stressed out. Number two theory, which somebody else pointed out, maybe the media, now that he's uh, getting sent out of office, uh, cranked the desaturation down that they had cranked up previously to make him look even more orange and ridiculous. Maybe they cranked the saturation down. So I'm going to, I'm going to have to look around, see if I can find more photos from other recent things. Yeah. I want to know now, but it's, it's, it was something interesting that I noticed in his, it was the press conference where he came out and was like, Ooh, you know, I won big and sounding depressed, even though he was talking about how much he won. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Interesting. I'm going to look into it. (laughs) And the last political topic that we will cover today um i'm doing excellent on twitter this week as you know okay <laughs> uh i put a post up on our twitter account which is double dungeon for you at twitter you can find us on there actually it's mostly just me uh double dungeon for yeah you on twitter. not not really uh, part of that. i got 12 whole likes today because i Woo! noticed that ben shapiro there are three photos that i can find of ben shapiro wearing a cowboy hat and it's ridiculous i don't know why he's into it at what point in his life did he buy a cowboy hat? I don't really know anything about him. He's a petite male who uh, says angry things about modern masculinity. That's what he was in the news so it's today. Comforting for. to so, him. Yeah, maybe maybe it feel makes him feel like a gunslinger. Yeah. Although one of the hats he's got on is pretty ridiculous. It looks like a just a bad prop, and also he's got a little tiny head. So it's funny. Um, Adi. Yes. Let's talk about some other stuff. First thing, of course, is if you want to give us a call, call us. We have a phone number. Uh, we received a phone call that is actually one of the best phone calls I think we've ever gotten. Oh, wow, really? And we are going to listen to it now. Hello, this is Ophi, and I have a question. Uh, Mama learning how to play New York, New York. And in the song, 
he said in the song, um, New York doesn't sleep. And is that true? Bye. So, okay, that is the best song. I mean, the best call. Mama was, yeah, she's <laughs> learning how to play New York, New York on the piano. And so Ophi is wondering, they say that New York is a city that never sleeps. Is that true? And I would say, in some ways, it used to be true. It has not been true since coronavirus hit. Uh, but when I've, I mean, I've worked late night all the time yeah. since I've been out here pretty much. And uh, yeah, it was nice because late night coming home from work, even if it was 4 a.m., there's always somebody doing something, delivering newspapers, delivering bread, yeah, always driving a taxi. There's always somebody around. So it feels a lot safer than it would if I was walking home and nobody's out. Uh, speaking of which, uh, now that everything is closing earlier, all the delis are closing at 11 now instead of oh, midnight. Really? They were closing at midnight. And there was one night where I ran to go get those glass bricks mm-hmm. and I didn't see anybody the whole time I was out. It was terrifying. Yeah. Um, so now everything's closing at 11. So I'm sure about midnight now is probably... Look, this, is, this is temporary. We'll see. It's still a city that never sleeps. Um, yes. Yeah, so what they mean by that is that anything you want to do in New York City at one point in time prior to a year ago, <laughs> uh, you could do it. You could. There was restaurants that were open 24-7. Wait, didn't Veselka just close now that I'm thinking about it? Did it? I don't remember. Anyway, there were restaurants that were open 24 hours a day. You could get coffee 24 hours a day. Yeah, guaranteed. if you wanted to, if you wanted to, I don't know, whatever you wanted to do, pretty much, you could it's find somewhere subway. to do it. The subway was running 24 hours a day. Go where you want. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't recommend 3:30 in the morning subway rides, but you know, yeah. when they're back, you can. And a lot of times, coming home from work uh, super late, people are already starting to get up. So by that. Uh, by, I mean, people were going to work at like 5 a.m. I used to see this Dunkin' Donuts girl that would open the Dunkin' Donuts near my mm-hmm. house every day on the way home from work. And so, yeah, it just, somebody is always it's up doing something. Yeah. Or at least they used to be. Sad. Mm-hmm. So, yes, Ophi, this, it is a city that never sleeps. Although you're allowed to sleep if you have to. So I wanted to cover, um, I do want to call out. We didn't call out a bar earlier, remember? Or I should say a hot dog restaurant earlier. Mm-hmm. That Actually, they're a pizza restaurant that uh, was breaking the rules. But I do want to call out a different restaurant for a different set of what issues. What happened? So on Saturday morning, we went to go have a coffee. And I was like, oh, let's get a bite to eat too. Oh, I know. I'll take you to this place that we've always wanted to go to that opened we'll recently. Always walk by it. It's called Acre. And it's over by the post office here in Greenpoint. And it's a little coffee shop. And it's like the second location too, right? I thought they had another location. I think they do. But I actually, I might be thinking of the cafe that was in in their address for a while and just moved out. Oh, okay. Um, so we were going to go. It's kind of a cute coffee shop, but it's not just coffee. They Actually, it's more of a restaurant that happens to also do coffee, right? Mm-hmm. So we show up and there's like four people in front of me already. And I, I hate waiting in line. So I was like, whatever, let's just get this, get go get a table real quick, because there was f- people fighting for tables, too. Yeah, in the side uh, street seating. So I go in, and I stand on line, and I am in line for 25 minutes before we even get our coffees, which is outrageous. Really long, outrageous. yeah. So the first problem is that the girl who is making the coffees is also the girl who is taking the orders at a normal coffee shop, unless it's a slow one, you need somebody taking orders and somebody making the coffees. Right. Um, so then that was problem number one. 
took them forever. Number two, everybody in line is being annoying too. There's a lot of people doing all kinds of weird additions onto their orders, people coming up to ask for their food, which I should have taken as a hint that people were coming up to ask where their food was. Oh, yeah. Um, so I, I'm like, I've already decided what we're going to order. I was going to get our coffees and then I was going to get an egg sandwich and a breakfast burrito, which has miso in it, weirdly. Their breakfast burrito. I don't know how I feel about that. It's not weird for them. So anyway, I get up towards the front and keep in mind, <laughs> it's it's fairly busy, but it's not outrageously busy, right? Yeah. It's it's a Saturday morning. Actually, it was like Saturday at what? Maybe Saturday one, afternoon. One, two, something like that. It was like 2.30 by the yeah. time we got out. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I get up to the front and I say, oh, I'll take the latte for you and just a drip coffee for me. And then I go to order the food and the girl says, actually, the food is going to take a really long time in a way that meant do not order food. Yeah, and like, like don't oh, order food. Dang. And the whole time I'm looking at the kitchen and their their line is three people in there making all the food. And problem number one is that they are moving like molasses. They are moving so slow. Having worked in hot dog restaurants as long as I have, <laughs> I can tell you, people who know what they're doing move with precision, move with intent. Yeah. Very specific movements. These people were doing none of that. Uh, so that was problem number one and part of why the food was taking so dang long. Problem number two is they were doing delivery food. Like people were coming to pick up for Grubhub and Seamless and whatnot. On top of the fact that they can't even handle the people that are there. Yeah, they really weren't able to. They're making food to go too. And it's like, just just don't do that. And then focus on the people that you have there. Because you had enough people there that you would make your money off of that you have a lot of people who are happy and yeah. enjoying the seating that you have yeah so that place stinks we're never going back there oh no we I'm might gonna, i'm gonna throw a brick through their window no you're not um, and i'm probably gonna secretly go back yeah probably you would and bring you food the coffee was good right. coffee was good yeah I'd go. my coffee just tasted uh, oh no my coffee was good actually it was yeah so maybe we'll just get coffee on a weekday and that's on it. a weekday yeah they have cute outdoor seating and um now, now I'm like, oh no, it's okay. But yeah, they really needed to get together. And get it together, guys. With service, um, especially they're going to do delivery. You know, they need extra staffing. So after we uh, got our coffees there, we walked over to the deli that opened on Franklin, which has Venezuelan and Mexican food, and we just got two empanadas, and they were quite good and they instantaneously hot and ready. Yeah. Take out, and they were also listening to some Mexican metal band. That actually, mm-hmm. I forgot to ask who it was because I was kind of like, oh, these guys kind of, it kind of sounded like if Twisted Sister was Mexican. That's funny. So, um, yeah. Acre, you stink. Oh. Adi? Yes? As you know, I have been trying to find Champale. I have no leads. I've also been trying to find... Yeah, you need help. Basque IPA style hard seltzer. Just thinking about that. I'm it's like, like really. Making, I, I'm, my throat is kind of like yeah. closing up thinking about that. I want you to find these things because you want to find them, but at the same time, I'm glad you, you have not. Um, but I have noticed while I've been going into every deli, there's two things. Number mm-hmm. one, every time you walk into a deli and don't buy something, the guys are always like, "Hey, can I help you?" Hey, like yeah. kind of aggressive. Yeah. And it's like you just don't. Not every deli has everything. I don't know if it's just now, but. I, I don't remember people doing no, that. No, I've, I've had that before. That's, okay. that's yeah. So that's in smaller issue stores. number one is just you can't just take a look without them harassing yeah. you. Uh, but number two, issue number two, uh, I f- discovered a new product that is disgusting, and I do not want to try it for the sake of the show. There is now a Bud Light lime coconut arita. <laughs> so it's Bud Light uh-huh. lime. Bud Light Lime. With coconut. 
mm-hmm. flavor. And it comes in a big, like, 22 ounce, 24 ounce. Lime and can. coconut. That's, you put the lime in the coconut. And then you put that in the Bud Light. Wait, but it's not, <laughs> they're not just, like, it's under the Bud Light lime there's brand. Like, there's, like, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. I think there's a dozen different Bud Light there are, flavors. There's a lot, right? There's yeah. a lot. But I don't know, who who's drinking all this crap? And I looked at the, I just I happened know, to look 17 at the, year olds? the beer review um, on beeradvocate.com. And it said, it doesn't taste like beer. It tastes purely like coconut and lime seltzer. Oh, wow. So, I don't know. Disgusting. Disgusting product, Budweiser. I had two very intense dreams last night. One of which was scary and one of which was not scary. Um, in my first dream, I had a dream that I was on a grocery store kind of aisle i think it was target actually because i had a red cart so picture target but the aisle just extends forever off into the horizon and i'm walking 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 down the aisle and while i was walking by i saw they had whatchamacallits the very distinct candy bar oh really whatchamacallits <laughs> it was a box full of whatchamacallits so i grabbed one and i stuck it in my jacket pocket intending to steal it so that was my dream number one. Oh. My second dream, <laughs> a dream, which was actually kind of terrifying, and it was enough that you woke me up. Uh, I had a dream that I was at a cabin, and it was dark out, and it was kind of, there was woods around, and I was kind of hurrying to get back to the cabin, and I didn't know why, but when I turned around, there was a wolf, or a, like a very large dog, right? that suddenly, like, there was no, it wasn't there one second, and then it like puffed into being right there and i knew it was gonna attack me so oh, i like that's dove in. i like dove in and i shut the door and i was like oh whew. and then instantly it the dog like had appeared and it had its head stuck through the mailbox slot which is terrifying yeah and it was like Ugh. howling at me and i was like ah and that was enough that i, I was making noises and you woke me up yeah so you sounded scared it was it was really scary i know i was intense. worried for you yeah no, i was fine <laughs> Uh, I wanted to cover something that I don't believe we've covered before, which is that I find double yolked eggs absolutely disgusting. And for some reason, why do the grocery stores even have jumbo eggs when every single egg in the carton is a double yolked egg? I bought them because they were on sale at Key Food. Cheap, they were cheaper than the, the medium eggs that I normally get. Every single egg is double double yolked. It's just, I'm sorry. It just grosses me out. I know yeah, it's the same. I... It's not... It's not I mean, it's the same thing. It's there's no. It's just weird. I don't it's like. It's weird. It. I know. You just have to try not to think about it. I guess I, because I, I, it I, is weird. I was thinking about it, and I decided next time I accidentally buy the double yolked eggs, uh, I'm gonna just make scrambled eggs instead of fried eggs, <laughs> <laughs> so that you can't tell. So today I uh, heard on the radio that Whole Foods had turkey uh, that was a dollar ninety nine a pound, and I said that sounds great compared to key food where i normally shop in order to buy the turkey for whatever price uh you have to buy 50 dollars of additional stuff what yeah exactly it's like oh they won't let you just buy a turkey no you can't you can't you can but it's a different price oh so in order to get a a reasonable price you have to buy 50 dollars worth of other stuff which is annoying that's really obnoxious so they said that theirs were whatever uh dollar 99 a pound and I knew also that because it's Whole Foods, they're not going to be quite as monstrously sized. As, yeah. Like the ones over at Key Food, it was like, uh, I think it was a dollar sixty nine or something a pound. 
and the turkeys were all like in the 50 and 60 dollar range i was like these are it's not even a turkey anymore that's like a velociraptor <laughs> it's disgusting so i went um and as much as i hate supporting jeff bezos they did have a turkey that was 9.5 pounds which for as few people as we're having over on thanksgiving uh that's gonna be a ton of meat um and it actually i was very upset though because when i went to go check out the girl said do you have amazon prime and i was like no and then i realized it was not actually a dollar 99 a pound that was only oh. for prime oh really yeah so it's, it was annoying but the was girl it still cheap yeah it was, it was like 23 bucks for the oh. whole turkey so it's fine um the girl who was doing the checkout uh, got very excited because she had to check my ID. Mm -hmm. And I showed her and she was like, oh, my God, your birthday's coming up so soon. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. That's the sweetest. Uh, she was like, yay. <laughs> so, <laughs> I thought that was funny. <laughs> and I also got the other thing I got is a ciabatta, which is their ciabatta is actually good. It's very I, squishy. I'm excited about it. Very squishy. I hope you it's share good. with me. I'm not going to. Oh. Are you, are you going to play the... Daily Double at all? Daily Double. Um, I forgot that I was supposed to be hitting that one too. Uh, on the way back from Whole Foods, I stopped at a pho place that's opened up in our neighborhood called Lucy's Pho, which I knew was like kind of hipstery pho, but I wanted to try it anyway because I love pho. And their main regular dish is smoked brisket pho. And so I ordered that. I went in. They have outside seating. I went in and the guy behind the counter said, oh, what are you going to order so I can get that going for you? And I was like, what? And I was like, oh, I'm going to get the smoked brisket pho. And he was like, cool, go ahead and just uh, use this tablet here to order. And the tablet is literally just open to seamless or whatever. Oh, that's weird. So I didn't know how to use it. I was like, I don't. So I like had to navigate through this whole obnoxious. I, yeah. Like, just take my card and charge me for that. <laughs> and then... He finishes up, and I realized it's a to-go. He made it to-go. They don't offer in-house seating. They didn't. There were no bowls anywhere. There was no spoons, no napkins, nothing like that. Everything's oh. made to-go. What were you supposed to do if you wanted to sit outside? I don't know. I, I was thinking about it, and the only people I saw sitting outside were delivery guys waiting for their orders. So oh, maybe that's it. Weird. Maybe the, the outdoor seating is for that. Um, so I brought it home. I heated up the broth. I made a little bowl for you, and I ate some too. It was actually good. The broth was not a reusable bag. Yeah, their their reusable bag is like way overkill. It's plastic and has it's reasonably nice. It's cute. Um uh so I heated it up. Uh the broth is was okay. Um but the brisket was actually surprisingly good. It was my it was the good. piece that I had was very fatty, which actually was delicious because it yeah. was cooked right. Um but overall I would say it was fine. I think the pho at uh Diandai, 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 D&D, whatever it is, is better. But it's also, they're both way too expensive. Yeah, they're both expensive. So, but yeah, that brisket was good. Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, I wanted to talk about stuff that I found in the garbage. Last week, I found not one, not two, not three, but four Nintendo 64 games. <laughs> I found uh, NASCAR, Blitz 2000. Phantom Menace Racer and Mario Golf. Mario Golf alone is like $30 now. So that was exciting. Uh, they had a bunch of handwriting and silver pen all over them. <laughs> so I used some Goo Gone and got that off. Oh, you did already? Yeah. Well, I, I try to, I try everything. I have like an order in which I usually try and use <laughs> cleaners. We didn't, we're out of Fantastic here at the house. So 
usually that's my go-to that mm-hmm. takes marks off of a lot of stuff. Um, but so I ended up having to use Goo Gone. Um, they all work perfectly, except that when I got my N64 out, for some reason it kept resetting, oh. which was not good. But I looked it up online and it said that the little jumper pack in the front needed to be cleaned. And I cleaned it and it works. Oh, good. Um, so I found that. Um, I also wanted to talk about, oh, we saw a broken PS2 in the gutter. That was the day sad. That the, the day that the PS5 came out. Oh. So somebody probably came out of a long Rip Van Winkle style sleep and found <laughs> out that there was a new PS5 and ch- literally chucked it out in the gutter because it was broken. The backside had circuit sense, boards because, and stuff. You know, like, it's a PS2, so I don't. they would have had other opportunities to upgrade. That's what I'm saying. They were asleep Strange. like Rip Van oh, that's Winkle. What you, oh, that's what you're saying. Right. Um and I then, didn't understand. <laughs> uh, we left it in the gutter. I didn't. I didn't pick that. We already have no, three PS2s. No, it's really broken. It was broken. It was sad. sad. Um, Someone could be using it. And then the last garbage story is that I've been trying to get rid of some of the stuff that we've acquired over time, uh, which worked out pretty well. People took a lot of it. Uh, we still need to get rid of that keyboard. Um, but we were try- we were trying to get. I found a chair in the rain. It's actually a nice chair. Uh, it's from the seventies by Steel Steel Case, I believe is the name. It's actually a fairly nice office chair. Uh, however, it smells bad. <laughs> it smells... Yeah. I cleaned it all up. I cleaned it all up. It looks nice. It looks yeah. great. It smells like the seat got wet inside the foam. Yeah. So it just smells that's like... That's what it smells like. Stale and like bad breath. It's too bad. Yeah. Yeah. And so we put that, we put that out and you got excited and wrote me and said, oh, somebody took the chair. Somebody <laughs> took the chair. And then you came back and somebody had brought it back. Yeah. <laughs> And then you wrote me later in the day and said, oh, somebody took the chair. Somebody took the chair. And then somebody else brought it back. It's like if you if I took something from a garbage pile and got a few blocks away, I would not walk around and put it back in the garbage pile. I would probably just chuck it in the trash if it smelled like mold. I don't know. So, maybe they didn't make it far. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So people keep bringing our garbage back because it smells. <laughs> Daily Double. And our last topic, of course, is food that i'm about to cook i have like 15 pounds of onions yeah and so i'm gonna make some french onion soup uh i'm gonna actually just start it today and then finish it tomorrow but i did buy a little tiny bottle i was gonna get some sherry cooking sherry because that's supposed to be in this dish uh the wine store across the street did not sell sherry which that's surprising to me i don't know if it is surprising or not i don't know where you buy sherry um i would assume a wine store but whatever they didn't have sherry uh, so I remembered that I could all, I could use brandy as an alternative. So I got a small bottle of their cheapest E&J brandy. So uh, I'm going to make some French onion soup and it's going to be good. And you're going to eat a giant bowl of no, it because you not, love no, caramelized I'm definitely onions. Not, no, I'm happy for you though. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cook them down with Ugh. this brandy and stuff, but I'm actually going to freeze them in quarts. So like next time I make beef stew or whatever, I can just chuck it in there. Also, on top of making French onions, too. Because I have... There's so many onions. That's, like... A, I have a giant pile of onions that I'm gesturing to. So, anyway. All right, Audie. I think that's about it. Oh. Bye!